listening to The Mountain Gardener with local expert, Ken Lane. Mountain gardening is very rewarding, with a few of Ken's tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts sure to turn your thumbs even greener. Now welcome back to The Mountain Gardener. All right, so we've got Lisa Waters Lane back in the studio. She comes each week with this garden segment, just getting a different perspective. What are you seeing in the garden center or in your own gardens? What have you been talking about? Just sharing a new garden concept. So it's not just all about what's in my head. The more gardeners you have in a garden, the better I find. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. So Thank how, you. how are your gardens, little girl? My gardens are beautiful. They sure are. Oh, my gosh. But I got to tell you. So I've been staying at my dad's house, just long story, but I was taking little schnauzers walking through some of the neighborhoods and my goodness, people, you need to get out into your yard <laughs> and you need to do something. Some of it, the two things I noticed that really trash a house, really bring it down. Number one, weeds. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Cut those weeds down. <laughs> They're too tall. They just make it look run down and old. And the second one was something dead in your yard, whether, yeah, you know, shrub, bad. tree, whatever. It's just dead. It's been dead. And you keep thinking, I should cut that down, but you don't. Or it might come back. <laughs> it's it ain't going to come back yeah. at this late date. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, um, and I get it. People are busy. They have things to do. But I really encourage people to go stand in front of your house for yeah. like five minutes and just take a look at it. Um, because there's so few things. I mean, you could a couple of little things and it would just look like a new house. So. A mom at the front door and a pumpkin oh, yeah. as a game changer. That's all right. it takes. It doesn't take very much yeah, uh, so. to, to really decorate and dress things up. Yeah. So that's my little soapbox today before. Oh, you don't get on that soapbox <laughs> as often as I do. Walk them up. Walk them up here. Because it'll make your house prettier. You'll feel better. Yep. Your neighborhood looks better. It's just nicer. So on that vein... So we did get some, uh, it's that season, pansies, violas are here. I love pansies and violas. Oh my goodness, tough, tough little plants that take the cold weather and just keep going. Uh, one of the real pretty ones we got in is called Radiance Red. So it's kind of a burgundy red, but it has a yellow center to it. So it really contrasts really nicely. You Very know, pretty. you need to bring these in. The, this this I... isn't just the radio show. This is also video vlog. I'm not goes, used to that. Signals AZ picks it up. Press Kitty News. So the people can see it on the oh, screen. It's I'm right there. Sorry. Okay. Next, Next time, time, folks, we'll try to get better. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, there's also a radiance violet, which is the same thing. So it's kind of purpley on the edge and yellow in the center. Yeah. Just really, pretty. really pretty. Uh, Johnny jumps up. Johnny jump ups, which are my favorite little violet. They have the two colors on them. Yeah. Frequently reseed, and you see little ones coming little up. Monkey face on it. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cute. So we have those in as well. Uh, we also got some stock in, which Ooh, is that's so fragrant. a horrible oh. name for a beautiful, yeah. very fragrant annual plant. And it's just, I love it by the front door or where you're sitting because um, the days are getting to where we can sit outside again, not so hot. Um, and they just, they fill the air with the fragrance. Very, very pretty. I love the stock. 
So, and then we also got some frizzle sizzle pansies in, and Those that's that little ruffled edged one. Yeah. So, uh, Snapdragons, Dusty Miller, Alyssum, all that wonderful stuff. Now, to... these are all things you can plant. We oh, haven't yeah. had these through the summer because they don't right. like the heat. Right. They like to be planted now and they'll bloom. This is oh, hard for our Midwest day. folks. Oh, yeah. they're, they're thinking, oh, it'll get too cold. It doesn't get that cold here yeah. and it doesn't get that hot in the summer. We're kind of the perfect place. Yeah. You plant them now and they mm -hmm. last almost indefinitely through, yeah. through, through winter, next spring. My parents still have some pots with pansies in them. They're under a tree that. where they're a little shaded. Yeah. But I was like, holy cow, those have done well. Yeah. So great plants to look at. Also, we got some new grasses in and these are bold and beautiful grasses. New, new yeah. brand new. Uh, we got one that's called the redhead. It's a penicetum, so it's more like a fountain grass. Kind yeah, of thing. shorter. Yeah. Maybe he, hip high or so, not quite that much. I think three feet is yeah. its max. Yeah. Um, but they they got the plumes on them. They're gorgeous. They're, They're absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, good one to mix with it is the blonde ambition. So you've got a redhead and a blonde out in the yard. <laughs> you know? So That's the native one here. It grows wild yes. here. Well, and it is really acres. pretty. Yeah. Uh, puts on that little inch or so long little bright yellow plume on it. It's Looks just, like little butterflies or something yeah. floating, hovering above the, the foliage, mm -hmm. which is quite striking when there's a little bit of breeze. Right, right. And we got some more uh, Carl Forrester. We'd been out for a while, but Carl Forrester is a terrific grass for here. Um, one of the first ones to bloom is just uh, has a nice kind of wheat looking plume to it. Very attractive. Great for going into fall with to have those plumes Carl on there. Forrester, I think it's been the perennial of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, like a decade ago, but it's it's <laughs> looks so good yeah. that uh, it's been noticed by gardeners yeah. for for now a decade. It's just mm -hmm. it's a perfect little grass, and it grows it naturalizes here yeah. in this highland high you know mountain area of Arizona. It loves growing here. Mm -hmm. So if you've been looking for ornamental grasses, now's the time. Now's the time to be out shopping those. We got some other new stuff in that's really cool. We got a new uh, ground covered juniper. It's called a uh, Guernsey Green. It's a Guernsey terrible Green. name. It's okay, a horrible name. So, so the listeners haven't checked out yet. So just kind of <laughs> tell us about Guernsey Green. Well, it's kind of a real pretty kind of sagey green. It's not the dark green. It's not blue. Oh. It's kind of right in between. It gets about three inches tall. But it'll cool. spread five to ten feet. Yeah, nice. Uh, just a real pretty. came from eastern Wyoming. Perfect. So it is a tough little nut. Yeah. And it, once it's established, it's going to be very, very drought hardy. Um animal disease resistant so if you if you've got some areas you want to cover that'd be perfect to go through i've heard that that the guernsey green that's one of the few junipers that will actually grow well in the shade as Ooh. well as the sun it's Ooh, really okay. versatile yeah. We're talking to the breeders and the and different cool. growers of it yeah. i did not know that yeah, good to know we got some new moon glow junipers in so yeah. those are the tall upright ones kind of a grayish tone gray blue yeah. tone to them um they're gonna get about 20 feet tall about eight feet wide so uh similar in color to the wichita blue i would say but they get bigger than the wichita yeah. blue so and they're privacy pretty. go with that one yeah. privacy the the upright junipers they're methodical they grow consistently mm -hmm. and once they're filled in they live forever they're gonna outlive you and i if, mm -hmm. if they're cared for even remotely right. they're gonna outlive live you and i Let's hope that we got some more, some smaller sizes of the blue ice, Arizona Cypress. So we've, we've had some big ones. We were out hunting for smaller sizes for people. And um, so I think we've got 
six gallon and 10 gallon, somewhere in there. Um, but another one that's just really, I love the color of the blue eyes. Yeah. It's just so pretty. Uh, and it doesn't get as big as the standard, but still a nice size. It would make a good screen. And definitely a pretty tree for out in the yard. A native. Just mm -hmm. again, get it up to size you want. Cut it off a of care and it'll take care of itself. Mm -hmm. uh, just just a bulletproof kind of plant. Good screening, windbreak, that kind of stuff. I believe the, the icy blue. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the dwarf ones. Dwarf is all relative. <laughs> yeah. Still gets up to 15, 8 feet, right. 18 feet tall, whereas a standard gets up 20, 25 feet tall. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, good yeah. tree. Uh, and then we got some tiger eye sumacs, which going into fall. Oh, my gosh. You got to have a tiger eye sumac. They are beautiful. We have one in our backyard. Yep. And it's just stunning every fall. I love it. And there again, that's another one. Get it established. You don't have to water that tree. We don't water we watered ours in years. They dwarf a little bit when you, when you yeah. do that. These are, these are standing. Mm -hmm. Gotta be three feet tall. Yeah. This is the prettiest crop of sumacs yeah, I've it's seen. Gorgeous. But sumac, there's, they, again, they grow wild. Mm -hmm. So they're a native. So generally I'll put them on a drip system, get them up to size, get them rooted. And then once they're the size that we want, we just, tape back that ir that drip irrigation and mm -hmm. never gets watered again. And it just grows and grows, yeah. but it's, it's famous for its fall color. It's, mm -hmm. it's a bright gold. It's got green with the gold center, thus tiger eye, mm -hmm. a sumac. And then it turns orange in the fall of the year. Spectacular. Mm -hmm. Just stunning. Yeah. And we did get some more, we're starting to get more of our conifers in. Yeah. Evergreens uh, are here. So evergreens, uh, the little uh, baby blue eyes spruce. Uh, oh, we got some Vanderwolves Vanderwolves, finally. People have been yes. clamoring for those. Do we Vander have any big ones coming? We do in October. Okay. So a little gotcha. early for those, but we have some smaller Vanderwolves in. And that's, that's we always call it the teddy bear tree because you want to go hug it because it looks so soft. Lots of new things. The fall crops, we've unloaded mm -hmm. several semis this week. Lots, we just, the whole garden has been transformed. It has. With the fall and winter crops. Mm -hmm. Looks like more is to come, but thank you, Lisa. Yep. Ken and Lisa Lane, the mountain gardeners, and what you can plant in your yard this fall as well. Mm -hmm. Be right back after this. Whether you're freshening up an existing landscape or starting with a blank slate, the Waters in-store garden consultation is right for anyone. If you don't know where to start, Waters Personal Shopper Service allows you to book one-on-one -on -one time with an expert without the crowds. It's easy by phone or through our website. No lines, no waiting. Purchase a $250 gift card from Waters and it comes with one-on-one -on -one private gardener time. You're going to love your yard again. Waters Garden Center in Prescott or watersgardencenter.com. Look for more tips, tricks, and garden shortcuts through Ken's website. Podcast the show, read his weekly garden column, or follow him on Facebook and Instagram at watersgardencenter.com. That's waters with two T's, gardencenter.com. If you enjoy this show and would like to hear more, please subscribe to The Mountain Gardener wherever you like to listen to podcasts. And if you'd like even more garden tips, tricks, and helpful advice, please check out my website at watersgardencenter.com for classes, videos, and more, or my online garden center at top10plants.com. Throughout the week, Lisa and I can be found here at Waters Garden Center in Prescott.